Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down... Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to once again the Bass Guy Get Fierce. Brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paladin. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal. Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Happy here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Hi everyone, welcome back to an episode of Mindset Podcast. Uh, haven't been here for about two months, and uh, it's great to be back. I had to take a little mental break away from everything and kind of get away from social media and everything, but we're back here now, and my special guest, Brian Schiller. Woo woo! How you man? Good, good. Feeling better. I'm alive. Yeah. Just, get, just got over COVID, so it was my first uh, run with that. So that was yeah, a, a lot of fun. <laughs> it always sucks to, to be sick in general. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't horrible, thankfully. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, just uh, good to be feeling better and uh, getting back in the groove of things, I guess you would say. Yeah, well, you're getting back in the groove of things. I definitely have to get back in the groove of things. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's good to see you back, man. It's yeah. uh, you know, it's nice to take those breaks when you need them, and uh, yeah, you know, definitely necessary to reset life and uh, you know, kind of get your stuff in order and you know, get back to the grind. Yeah, it's it was a. It was a tough break to take from the podcast and from fishing in general, but it was definitely needed on the the family side of things and getting everything back in order after this past year or two. Sure, 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 sure. No, I hear you on that, man. But yeah, uh, so while I was gone, we got a new intro. I love the intro. <laughs> yeah, just... Uh... Kind of shines light on everybody's segment, you know, like not uh, for all the listeners out there, like, you know, some may listen to this show, but not one of the other ones or may not know about the other ones. So it was kind of a way to uh, spotlight all the shows here at Paddle and Finn. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, some of you guys are going and listening to the other shows, but 
um, you know, we, we definitely know, like we offer so much, um, and you know, guys, gals kind of cherry pick out of all the shows and, you know, only listen to the ones they, you know, uh, like or relate to and things like that. So, uh, that's what makes paddle and fin so cool and unique. You know, we offer so much in such a diverse, uh, plethora of outdoors things so to speak yeah. um so super cool yeah so have you started hunting already uh yeah yeah i well that was the thing right like uh i went up way up north uh kind of i think you fished a tournament up there it was kind of by a uh, little arbavita uh, uh up there in monaco it was between monaco and saint germain uh for northern duck opener and then I came home and three days later, I got COVID. <laughs> Stay away from the Northwoods. They're, they're handing out COVID up there, boys. You, you think you think you go up there to get away from all that crap. But no, who, who knows where it came from yeah. or how I got it. But yeah, I was uh, I was up for that and uh, been doing a bunch of like uh, preseason preparation, scouting, all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, the fishing gear kind of got put to the side a little bit uh, towards the end of August and, uh, you know, was getting prepped up in September for for everything. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm considering getting out fishing this week because I can't go back to work. My boss told me to go fishing, so I might have to listen <laughs> to him. <laughs> well, the weather's supposed to be nice, at least in the 70s this week, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just ran uh, across the street to uh, grab a cup of coffee, and it it wasn't too bad out. I mean, I threw a hoodie on, but I probably could have got away without doing that, you know? Yeah, compared to the 50 degrees that it hit us with, it went from 70 to 50. No, what? Yeah. 80 to 50 in like yeah. a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was up north for the 50, which was great for for ducks you know because yeah. they start migrating when it gets cold you know so um we were excited about that but then we were camping you know what i mean but uh i got a nice slick setup so we were running a heater dude it was nice and toasty laying on the cots you know it was it was perfect but yeah. until uh yeah got home and the old vid kicked me <laughs> in the nuts you know yeah so how i this is a little bit of catching up. I never got to ask you how that motor guide is working out. Was well was working out. Uh, I like it, dude. Um, it, it it's different, right? Like I love my Newport Vessels motor, um, but that XI three, like they both. The way I've been explaining it to people because I a lot of people ask me about it, and uh, they both have different purposes, right? And I like to run and gun, so that's why I like the Newport uh, a ton. But you also know, because uh, we fish together, like I like fishing offshore, deep, stuff like that. So if there's wind, that XI3 plays a huge role uh, with spot lock. And um, really like that. Like I did a photo shoot, photo slash video shoot for Douglas Rods. I think that was, was like end of July, beginning of August august maybe um but it was kind of nice because uh we threw the camera dude on an actual boat um and that was spot locked and then i was kind of spot locked on my spots that i was fishing and uh you know it was cool because like i wasn't continually floating out of the area so to speak because i was just hunkered down um and the speed really isn't that bad on it, you know, like everybody's like, oh, how fast does it go, you know, and I get like four and a half miles an hour in my unlimited uh, going full speed. Uh, you just got to be careful on that remote, man, like going left or right going full speed because uh, you could uh, definitely over oversteer and almost roll yourself out of the boat. So took a little uh, getting used to with that, but uh so far, so good, man. I, I really like it, and I like having both options. Um, like right now, I got uh, like I stripped off my uh, front bow mount uh, mount 
for it uh, for duck season because I, I'm using the uh, Newport to get through like marshes and stuff like that to get to duck hunting spots because I, you know, hunt out of the kayak as well. So, um, but uh, yeah, that XI3 is sweet. And, uh, and if you're looking for a Newport right now, they're on sale uh mm-hmm. through new canoe so you can get a hold of one of those for like i think it's 800 bucks right now yeah 7.99 yeah so um i know a couple people had reached out to me and you know i sent them uh the link for that and uh i'm sure that's because they're getting ready to gear up and release their new three horsepower motor which is going to be equivalent to the 1103 so oh nice yeah that's gonna be that i mean because that motor already pushes you fast enough so yeah i'm pretty sure i could say that yeah i i'm pretty sure they've they've kind of talked about that that that's coming so but uh yeah i kind of found out found out about that at icast and i knew they were kind of working on something uh just because i know uh romel over there but uh yeah they're coming out with a a three horse equivalent so it'll be uh you know comparable to the 1103 it'll probably give you an extra depending on what boat you're in and things like that like one to maybe two mile an hour extra so which in a kayak that's a lot of ground you know what i mean yeah a lot of time made up so especially on these northern lakes man Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah well, they put us on Sturgeon even... Bay, dude. The covering oh. water on Sturgeon Bay is just hard enough. So having a motor on the back definitely helps out. Yeah, there's a lot of lakes down south where I've I've made some runs, man. That's for sure. <laughs> Bless me. <laughs> now that all the catching up is done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What I wanted to talk about today is the mindset of of the beginner who wants to kind of make this a professional career, per se, whether they go through podcasting or just something in the fishing industry, whether it be via via YouTube channel or anything, kind of like the struggles that you've had as an angler and as a podcast host. And then I can kind of piggyback off of some of the struggles that I've also had and sure. obviously, I'm not exactly at that point of calling myself a full-time fishing guy or a YouTuber or anything like that. But we've sure. definitely had some years, especially you, had more years than I have in this industry. So, Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the, biggest, the biggest thing is finding out where you fit in the picture of things and... and where you see yourself in that right because uh perfect example man i get so many people like i want to work in the fishing industry oh okay well what do you think that looks like and they're like i don't know and i think that's the biggest misconception is like and this is including myself right is you know uh I, I want to work in the fishing industry or the outdoors industry, whatever it may be. And it, nobody really pursues that. Right. And it's in, again, finding where you fit in that. Are you in that top 1% of tournament anglers? Uh, are you a media guy? Are you a uh, shake hands and kiss babies guy? Like, you know, you got to kind of find your niche. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, I've talked about this before. Like there was a point in time where I was doing like so much, right? Like I was fishing tournaments. I was doing the podcast here. I was making, trying to make three YouTube videos a week. Um, I was working at my local shop. I was participating in trade shows and all this stuff. Right. And, um a good friend of mine sam jones who you know he has kind of found his way into this space right working with a few different companies and uh he goes i want you to think about something i was like okay 
he goes, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing that. How much energy are you putting towards those seven things or whatever? And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to put all my energy to it. And he's like, well, not really, because you're spacing yourself out between all this stuff. He goes, what are you really good at? And what are you really passionate about? And I was like, well, I think I'm okay at podcasts, you know, like I've been doing them for a while and I had been doing them for a little bit at that point in time and stuff like that. And he's like, okay, so you're a media guy. And I was like, sure, if that's what you want to call it. And uh, he goes, now think if you spent less time doing the tournaments, less time doing uh, the YouTube videos and things like that. And you focused that extra energy more on your podcast stuff. Like, where do you think that's going to go versus the way it's going now? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's like, you know, kind of like, oh, shit, he's right, you know? And so I kind of did that, right? Like, um, you know, I've, I've, I've really hunkered down and focused on, on the media side of things. Um, and, and it's done some really good things for me personally, for the podcast, things like that. Like, you know, obviously we, uh, at Paddle and Finn have, um, grown exponentially you know we've uh virtually you know doubled our listener audience uh multiple times throughout the years um well it seems like every year we we double our audience size and um you know that that has kind of shown that but not only that but like me on a personal level i've i've worked on my quality of you know social media postings videos i'm doing things like that um so that's really helped um you know boost my side of things right like tournament anglers are a dime a dozen right and don't get me wrong that's no knock against tournament anglers or things like that but if you're looking to make it into the fishing industry you're not going to make it just fishing tournaments whereas a lot of guys think that way right like they think oh i you know if i want to get a sponsorship or if i want to um work with a company or whatever i gotta i gotta fish 20 tournaments this year which is definitely not the case um media content is way more valuable to a company than uh fishing a tournament you know like what are you going to reach? You know, that's the thing. You got to look at reach, right? Like you're not fishing the Bassmaster Classic. So you're not reaching millions of people by having your little logo on your, on your Jersey. A lot of club level tournaments, the only people you're reaching is the guys you're fishing with locally. Mm -hmm. You know, you might get a little exposure <clears throat> online or something if you win an event or something like that. But that, that is so minuscule compared to a great piece of content being created and given to a company that they can use for advertising. You know, uh, it, it's that old saying, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. Right. And mm, yeah. uh, John, so at, true. <laughs> John at Yak Gadget taught me that, you know, he's like, uh, you know, I work with him quite a bit and, um, you know, he's like, if, if, you know, if we're not making money off something like it just doesn't make sense, you know? So you as a, a person working with a company, like provide value, right? Like, and that's where I think a lot of guys miss the mark. They think, Oh, I'm just going to throw up this hero shot, holding up a, a decent bass. And you know, that's, that's good enough content. Like that doesn't sell up 
plastic worm for anybody. Yeah. That doesn't sell a, a paddle or a PFD just because you're wearing it in the picture. You know what I mean? Um, being able to like throw a short together, like showing the bait and how it's used and things like that, like really breaking it down. And that's where a lot of guys get lost is they don't want to put in that extra time, work and effort to make that quality piece of stuff because they want to keep fishing. Right. And I'm, I'm guilty of that too. Yeah, I am too. I, I think a lot of, a lot of the younger generation, they think coming into this industry because I I thought the same thing and I kind of you know after talking to you and and meeting you for the first time and us getting to know each other more I realize it's more um, it's more behind the scenes than it is fishing right a lot of people want to come in there and think I'm just gonna be able to fish all day once I make this work sure sure and, and well, yeah. so much far from the truth. <laughs> Right. Well, that's just it, right? Like you got to think of it too. You know, these companies, they're actual businesses. They're not like fun farms. Like, okay, you're part of, you're part of company X, Y, and Z. Now you're just going to go out and fish all day. We're going to pay you to go out and fish all day. Not the case. Like, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of fishing involved in, in the companies you're working with more than likely. But, and it depends what your job title is with that, Um, you know, but uh, every company can go out and pick up any angler, right? Like um, making yourself stand out is one of the hugest things. Not only that, but uh, I was talking to somebody the other day too, like, uh, I think it was last night actually, but uh you see a lot of guys that are like, Oh yeah, I'm going to get on this team, you know, and, uh, or I'm going to get in with this company, which is cool. I'm glad you're excited about it, but then they get on with those guys and then they stop doing stuff Mm. or they start producing subpar stuff because in their back of their mind, they've, they've made it right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm with brand X, Y, and Z. So look at me, bro. You know, like I got these guys backing me. Right. But then they're not doing anything. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've seen it numerous times, like, and, and granted, like I've been guilty of it too. Like, this is just all stuff I've learned out of my personal experience as well, but it's also stuff I've seen, right? Like you see so-and-so put up a post, like super proud to be partnered up with, uh brian's bait company for for the 2022 season and uh you know we're gonna go out there and and and, you know do this and that and they're a great company and you guys should check them out and use my promo code and this and that okay nothing wrong with that right but for the next year you don't see him post again about that bait company you know what i mean or anything revolving around it or you might see like little tidbits here and there right um so they they kind of like they've get that i've made it mentality and then just stop doing things you know um and it's funny because a lot of these companies are watching a lot closer than you think uh a lot of companies talk amongst each other like Mm -hmm. the fishing industry is really a, a small community and you know, a lot of these people from like different marketing sides, sales side of things, um, they all talk, right? Like even if they're competitor, so to speak, like there's guys from, uh, you know, lose reels talking to the guys from Daiwa and vice versa. Like it's so intertwined and that's something that somebody had told me way back in the day is like, there's always people watching you. You just never know who it is. You know what I mean? And and that's stood true because I've been at things like iCast where, you know, I'm talking to somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so over at uh, company A you work with was was telling me about you. And I was like, they they what? What did they say? (laughs) You know, like one of those deals. And that's good if people are talking about you in a good way, 
right? But they could also talk to you in, about you in a bad way. Like, yeah, stay away from this dude because as soon as he gets on, he's going to be as worthless as tits on a bowl. You know what I mean? And so that's that's one thing to always keep in mind as well. And then um, to kind of add to that, right? Like, you know, I know I went into a slew of different things yeah. there. <laughs> But uh, which I always do, but uh, you got to with all that being said, like you got to want it. You got to put in the grind. You got to put in the work. You're going to eat shit and work for nothing for a while before you get anywhere. Right. Like, I don't know how long have I been at this, like since 2018. Right. And and like, yeah, I got some spots that you know i potentially get some income off of and things like that but uh with some companies i work with but like i sacrificed time on the water time with my family uh time away from work using vacation time to go work for these companies for basically nothing you know what i mean like you're gonna have to shovel and eat crap um for a while before you you get somewhere right and then furthermore on top of that it's all about who you know and you know showing those people that you do know like hey this guy he's working his butt off we should give him a shot or they hear of a shot being open and they recommend you you know what i mean and I'm, I'm kind of currently going through that right now. And like, I can't talk much about it, but, um, you know, it's, you, you really got to grind it out and then buckle up and hold on when it comes time, because, you know, it, it may come sooner than you think. And it's going to be a, a, a roller coaster ride for sure. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Also, with uh, you know, figuring out what you want to do in the industry, because I feel like that is the most important part when you're trying to do too much. It leads to you really not doing anything, like you said. And, yeah, I've, and, and I've... give your hundred percent to. You broke up there, Brian. Oh no! Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Chris signals slacking a little bit, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's one of those things too, right. Where, you know, uh, a lot of guys will say, oh, I want to, I want to be a sales guy for this company, or I want to do, uh, media marketing for this company and things like that. And, you know, once they don't get it, they, you'll see him like just stop supporting the brand or stop, uh, you know, um, you know, supporting them on social media, uh, things like that because they, they're, they're bent out of shape. So that doesn't always do you, uh, any good, so to speak, you know, just because an opportunity popped up, you didn't get it doesn't mean like all right now i'm going to go on a bashing spree or or just give up on this company in general you know you want to continue to support those guys like yeah it may not have worked out that time um but when the next opportunity arises like hey like we shut this kid down before but now coming back to it uh you know i let's give him another shot so to speak and that's a huge thing. Um, if, if you can, you know, kind of put that all together and, and just keep grinding it out. Um, don't hold grudges. You, you made a lot of good points there. And obviously people have to find kind of where, where they want to be in this industry. And like you said, you're doing a whole lot of everything, but you weren't really getting anything done per se as far as like making ground i mean I, and, it wasn't that i wasn't like getting stuff done but it wasn't 
the quality wasn't there because yeah. I was sacrificing, you know, so much time and energy for all these little different things. Like the stuff I was doing just could have been that much better had I been putting some more energy into it instead of spreading it across 80 things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of that's kind of where I got to before I took took the break. That's kind of why I wanted to have the the conversation with you. Sure, um, sure. That's <laughs> where I was at, where I was trying to do too much, and then I also had other issues outside of fishing and outside of the industry. Sure, and that's where like people need to kind of what I had to understand, and what other people should understand is. When you put so much on your plate, it ends up kind of falling apart. And then you have to sacrifice things <laughs> in order to get back on track, per se. Yeah, and it's and not only that, but a lot of what you're doing, it, there's going to be sacrifices, yeah. man. Like, I, I've missed family outings and, and kids' sports games and things like that because i made commitments to uh you know my roles in the fishing industry so to speak you know what i mean like i haven't had a straight up family vacation me my wife and my kids since 2018 but you go back and look at all the trips i've gone on like fishing related podcast related work like trade shows i've worked with companies things like that like we may have had like one weekend where we went somewhere but i I don't even think so dude it's usually like just me and my wife or me and the wife and one of the kids you know not both like and, and granted my kids are are grown and older and you know dad's not cool anymore but uh which that's been the case for a while but um you have to have full support of them, right? Like yeah. uh, both my children understand what I'm doing, what I'm trying to do, and they respect it. And uh, they stand behind me along with my wife. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. There's been times where like there's been some arguments over stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're leaving again for a week, uh, you know, and granted you know to to them the outside world a lot of times like that stuff seems like you know i'm just going out to play and fish for a week right Mm -hmm. whereas actually i'm going to work right like uh going to dale hollow yeah i get to fish a little bit when i'm down there uh which is great but at the same time like i'm working we're we're running an event uh paddling finn's names on that which you know i always look at it that's my name, right? Like Paddle and Finn is Brian and Schiller, Brian Schiller, right? Like a lot of people put those two and two together just as much as they do. It's, you know, it's Jay Randall, it's Jimmy Skinner, it's Chris Slifka, it's, you know, Brad Hurlboss, Brad Hicks, you know, all those people that are part of it, right? Like our names are on that. So you want to make sure things are run right. Things are run well. People enjoy themselves, all that stuff. Like that's work, bro. Like, you know, like in, uh, you know, I got a lot of, um, comments and things from folks from ICAST this year. Like I ran around like a madman and people thought I was crazy. Um, that was the first time I had met Armando in person. We've had hundreds of conversations over the phone, podcast together, whatever. And he was like, dude, you need to calm down. And I'm like, no, dude, I don't have time to calm down. Like, I got to be back to this booth to do this next podcast. And after that, I got to get over to this booth to do this podcast and um, things like that. Right. And a lot, it opened a lot of people's eyes um, about me and what I do and my work ethic. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. again, like you want to work in the industry, you got to have a work ethic. Like it's not all fun and games, right? Like there's a time, and, and I've been a huge believer in this for years. I was taught this at a young age. It, it, you know, I didn't have a McDonald's job, right, in high school. I worked at a heavy-duty truck parts company, right? So, like, you can imagine, you all know what truckers are like. The guys working at the parts counter, they're pretty much the same way. So, 
they see little dainty scrawny brian at 16 years old and they're they're teaching them some life lessons right not like hey hurry up with that double mccheese and uh you know we we got a backup in the drive-thru no bro it was like let's go boy whoop your ass into shape and like let's get you going so that's where a lot of like my work ethic comes from and and that's the thing right like it you gotta think of it as an actual job right as an employer you look at a guy like myself versus a guy that's just half-assing it to get by for his discount um they're gonna go i want that guy that's busting his ass to work for our company you know what i mean and not only that right like there's a lot of stuff i do that isn't really known to the public so to speak as far as working in the industry like i do a lot of stuff for some companies for free like and and i do it in the hopes again going back to like you better be ready to grind and work your ass off for nothing eating crap if you want to make it and uh you know i've come to some of the companies i work with and i'm like look dude i think you guys could really capitalize on this and really make some money off this um if if you do this this and that or whatever it may be like uh there's one company in particular right now that you know i've been sponsored by for a little bit and uh you know, I want to see them continue to grow. So I was like, Hey man, you know what, uh, you're really lacking of is dealer accounts. Like I know a bunch of kayak shops. Let me make some phone calls for you. And let me see if we could set up some dealers for you, man. They were like, that's a great idea. Like, I don't have time for that right now. And that's something we've been talking about focusing on and things like that, man. Like, setting up a dealer for one of your companies is such a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you could do that for, for a company, you just became a huge asset. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's the thing too, right? Like we all have kayak shops we work with, like both of us work with Rocktown adventures. Right. And, um, you know, we both have a really good relationship with the guys over there. Um, I obviously have had a longer relationship and they, they have learned over the years to kind of lean on me for advice in the kayak fishing world. Cause they don't necessarily understand that. And, um, since then, like there's brands that my shop is carrying now that 100% had to do with me setting that up. And then in return, those are companies that I work with. Right. And they've they've turned out to be a great fit for my kayak shop and uh, i'm just using them as an example right now and so it's been a benefit for my shop right they got they're selling stuff that they're getting requests for and they didn't really know what to carry or how to carry it and then on the other hand you got the companies i'm working for now they got an account where they're getting repetitive business not just one order online here or there. Now they're getting a customer that's, you know, repeatedly ordering stock orders. So that's generating revenue for their company. And here's me in the middle going, I did something pretty badass. So next time <laughs> I want something, guess who's going to get it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things, man. One hand washes the other and, and, and working in that realm, like, just because you're putting on a piece of content, yeah, that's cool, right? Like, even if it's the most badass piece of content, right? How much product is that going to sell? You don't really know, right? Yeah, there's no way it's, to really measure it. Yeah, it's it's going to gauge some interest for sure. And it's an important part of this, right? But if you could be on that business end of things, um that's way more valuable than any content you'll ever put out for that company. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and not only that, but just, just brand awareness. Like that is such a huge thing. Like I learned that back in the day, um, you know, when I got on the Jackson team, right. And it goes back to what we were talking about, like knowing what you're good at. And there was, there was guys on the team 
and gals. Um, you know, one in particular, Jean Wilson, um, she catches huge bass in Florida, which one of the nicest ladies I've ever met in the industry, such a sweetheart. Right. But if you go and look at her social media stuff, she is sharing every single piece of content Jackson kayaks or Orion coolers was putting out. And it didn't matter if it was kayak fishing related, whitewater kayaking, or something in the outdoors space with the Orion coolers. But she was continually sharing that stuff nonstop. Like you'd see Jackson put something out, and then you'd notice, you know, because I'm friends with her, Gene Wilson shared this. You know what I mean? And that that's a huge thing in itself, right? Just just sharing that stuff, reaching audiences, things like that. But again, at the end of the day, if it ain't making dollars, it ain't making sense. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I can't stress that enough. And a lot of guys miss that point. You know what I mean? Um, they think it's just, oh, I got to go take some pictures and, you know, try to make myself famous. No, it's, you're going to try and crank out some sales um, some revenue for those companies. Now, you know, if you think about it, all right, I just set up this, this company with, uh, four kayak shops, right. And, uh, now it's generating, let's say 10 grand in revenue a year, right? That's 10 grand. And that company didn't have before that. Now I want to go fish some tournaments next year. Hey man, you guys think you guys could help me out with like some tournament entry fees, like three grand? And they're gonna look at it going, well, he brought in ten, we're getting seven, he's getting three. Yeah, we'll do that for you. You know what I mean? So you gotta kind of look at it that way. That I mean, it's again, it's it's all about dollars and cents, you know. If, if you feel like you have to come at it from a business mindset, especially with sponsorships. Oh yeah, well, like you gotta definitely treat sponsorships like like a business, right? Like, if you want to get it, like, pretty much any company is gonna be like, we'll sponsor you for a thirty percent discount or a forty percent discount or twenty yeah, percent, whatever. It, it, it costs is. them really. No, it costs them absolutely nothing. It, absolutely, and depending on what their margins are, right? If like I'm offering you thirty percent off, but really. I make 60% on each product. Well, I'm still making 30% on you. So it, yeah. it's no brainer. I'm making money off you and, and you're going out pimping me out, uh, for, for 30%. Right. So at the end of the day, like most companies are doing that, they're, they're still making a minimum 10%. Like yeah. a lot of companies, they'll do 10% over cost. So they're still making 10% on you. Do you, what, do you feel you should, as an angler coming into the industry, do you feel like you should treat your name as not necessarily as a not your name as an angler, but your name as a business? One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and and that's kind of what I've got at right. Like, you know, you're building relationships, you're building revenue streams, so to speak. So, I mean, that's business one hundred and one. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, one hundred percent. Like, I remember. Uh, Jay was one of our first guests and I thought like, this is going to sound funny, but you know, I didn't know much about the fishing world, sponsorship, stuff like that. Like I had dealt with a little bit of that previously in like 2010. Right. And it was more in the hunting world than it was the fishing world. And when I met Jay, I was like, kayak kayak companies have have pro teams you're part of that dude you're a badass you know what i mean like i was so fascinated with that and i really started talking to jay and i'm like hey man like i'm gonna uh i'm gonna you know try to go after some companies and things like that and and jay kind of really took me under his wing and and kind of told me some things and what now and now like now Jay comes to me for advice, which is totally hilarious. But, you know, like I see, I see people out there, like they're going to go through, look at your, 
look at your social media stuff. If you're posting like, you know, political crap, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, like nobody wants to see that. Right. Like, and and no company wants to be affiliated with any of that. Really? You're going to, because if it goes one way or the wrong way, either way you go with it, um, someone's not going to like it. And then that cuts off a, that can yep. potentially, yeah. in a business eyes, cut off half of their revenue yeah. or half of their customers. Sure, sure, one hundred percent, dude. And I, I went through and I scoured through my Facebook and not necessarily my Instagram, but uh, I scoured through my Facebook like anything that I thought was off or inappropriate, I deleted. Um, there was. Even like, uh, you know, some stupid pictures of us being hammered way back in the day when we were young and dumb and stuff like that. Like that came down like that got removed. (laughs) Um, So, you know, having that professional persona uh, online is is key. You know what I mean? Um, Representing yourself as as if you were a business. Right. Like. Yeah, we all know how that goes. Like, you make one person happy, they might tell ten. You make one person mad, they're gonna tell a hundred, right? Yep. So you you got to kind of look at it from that that mindset, and and yeah, one hundred percent approach it as a business form, right? And and not only that, but like, it's not for everybody, right? Like, I know guys who are like, they played the pro staff game for years, and you know. They didn't really get much out of it. And they're like, I don't care about that crap, dude. I just want to go and fish. Great. I'm going to pay full price for a bait. So what? I like those baits. I I support those companies. And, you know, I'm going to pay full price. I don't want to waste all my time focusing on getting a piece of content or, you know, doing this or working this trade show. I just want to fish when I want to fish, man. And that is totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah, I um, kind of find myself at that point now where, like, with Rocktown, obviously, I like Rocktown. They're the local shop. Of course, I'm going to support them. But I'm not really looking for more sponsorships, per se. Sure. You know, I don't want more on my plate than I can handle, and I'd rather start giving giving, giving back to, like, helping Pat and Finn with content or with, like, Rami and uh, doing the KFL stuff. That's a, that's a perfect example. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, um, you know, Rami, good friend of both of ours. Uh, he's a good dude. Really like what he does. He puts out some great content as well. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys are starting this KFL team. And and he had asked me if I wanted to be a part of that. And I was like, no offense, dude, but I just, I just don't fish tournaments anymore. And the way I said it, like... I felt like it kind of came off wrong. So I had to explain to him a little more. I was like, look, man, I think what you guys are doing is great. I wish you guys nothing but success. But like this, I just can't commit to that. I got other obligations. Um, you know, I think you guys are going to do great and and all this stuff. Like I wasn't trying to act cocky like yeah. I'm too good for tournaments. You know <laughs> what I mean? And, and that was not what I meant. But um he was like, no, dude, I, I get that, you know, and, and that's just it, right? Like, I know I got so much time in, in a day and so much time in a week to do things. And if I now have to commit my time to doing that, it's distracting from the other things I have going on, uh, which are actually providing me revenue versus turning into an expense like a like a yep. fishing tournament you know uh, what i mean and um you also hit it on the head as well like instead of having 20 pro staff positions which is absolutely ridiculous right um limit that down to like four or five like that way you know you can commit good time and energy towards those four or five companies rather than again trying to stretch yourself out between 20 like i've seen those facebook profiles where you pop on them and they're like pro staff with this uh regional ambassador for this pro staff for this 
and it's like it's a mile freaking long and you're like what in the hell like yeah like when i was when i well when i first started obviously when we all first start we all we want to be pro staff to everything right that's like your first initial year into doing this fishing industry stuff um and then i i kind of i kind of went down the road of now i want to align myself with companies that i can promote on social media and promote in ways that will help them and help me sure but also not take away for like so like the i have the pre-workout company that i that i promote but i work out so it's it's like it's easy to promote that because i'm already doing it and like rocktown is the local kayak shop sure if i need to buy some i go to them anyways yeah right right right. so it's yeah it's got to be companies you support where i think a lot of times you see guys get on staff with companies just to have a staff thing you know and don't get me wrong like you know, I mentioned like, you know, doing stuff for 30% discount or whatever, whatever it may be. Like you got to start somewhere. Like my first pro staff gig, it wasn't like, all right, Mr. Schiller, we're going to write you a check for $5,000 and uh, you're just going to go out and tag us. No, absolutely not, dude. Like I got in with uh, a rod company that I thought was uh, going to be something cool. It was like a new company uh i was gonna grow with them and this and that and everything was all sunshine and rainbows for the beginning part of it and i worked for discount and i offered helping out in as many ways as i could and uh and then it ended up being like the owners of the companies were shit bags and i ended up leaving there like okay if they're shit bags i'm gonna get associated with being a shit bag you know what i mean yeah and, Sorry, guys, I'm swearing a little bit today, but, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things going back to like we talked about, man, treating this as a business. Do you want it, your business labeled as being a shit bag because you're associated with some shit bags? Like, you know, you got to have that that mental capability to to kind of understand that. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing, right? Like and in, in don't be uh one of these brand jumpers you know like anytime i leave a company and i go somewhere else or whatever dude like uh, that is always my worst fear right like oh great somebody's gonna freaking label me a brand jumper or whatever but at the end of the day they don't really know the backstory so like i know the reasons why i left you know but i'm not going screaming from the mountaintops like Hey, I left this company because of X, Y, and Z, and you know I don't yeah, agree with them anymore. Well, that's like, the worst thing that you can do is brand bashing is gets you nowhere. Yeah. So, you know that's the thing too. Like, you know, um, try to work with companies that you believe in. Like, <laughs> I've worked with Rocktown since 2018, right? Like, that's probably the longest sponsor type company I've worked with right is is rocktown my local kayak shop uh i've never strayed away from them they've never strayed away from me granted like we're at an understanding or because i'm on staff with some other companies like i may have to go support some other shops in other areas of the country which they're totally understanding of but um you know it that's just it like i a lot of the companies i'm with right now i've been with for i think i could say years i don't don't even know what i I don't even know what the last newest one was that i had added but uh you know it's uh it's one of those things man stick with those who stick with you and um just just keep grinding it out for them and and building off that but don't be discouraged um if you know after a year they're not like oh we're gonna bump you up or you know we're gonna offer you this or whatever like like i said man you gotta do a lot of grinding and a lot of shoveling of shit before you get to that point and opportunities yeah. start to open up for you yeah what what i normally do with a lot of the companies i work with i just 
Like you, I always ask, hey, is there anything more that I can do for you guys besides, like, because you, when you sign with a company that's serious about you, and you know this, you normally get a contract that says sure. these are the requirements, or you get you get some form of something saying sure. what they require you to do for whatever yeah. it is that they're giving you. And I always say to try to go above that to show them you actually really want to be a part of this. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, dude. And and then not only that, dude, but follow what that contract says. Like, yeah. all right, they expect two pieces of media content posted <laughs> out of me a month, uh, hashtagging this, you know, using these hashtags, uh, signing up to help with like, uh, for instance, our Rocktown contract, right? Like, I'm the one that came up with that. You know, and it's it's pretty reasonable, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I got to work one show a, a year. Uh, I got to do a demo day once a year, you know, like, uh, you know, doing social media posts or sharing of posts, things like that. And like, uh, you know, all our Rocktown guys seem to really kick ass with that. You know, it's like it's not a ton. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, like what you guys get is is. Uh, fairly respectful and uh as far as like discounts and free use of you know demos and rentals and things like that like you know there's a lot of cool little perks that comes with that um, yeah. so that's the thing too right like you gotta when you're looking at that type of stuff you gotta think all right i gotta do this and that how many hours is that right and uh or how many hours am i going to spend doing that and you know figure okay social media posts i got two hours a month times 12 it's 24 hours plus uh an eight hour day at a show that's 32 hours and a four hour demo that's 36 hours a year i'm going to spend doing work for Rocktown. okay what am I getting out of that? Uh, you know, it's discount, whatever. Um, so 36 hours times, let's say 20 bucks an hour, right? Uh, you're going to pay yourself 20 bucks an hour, whatever that equates to. I'm not a huge mathematician right <laughs> off the top of my head. Like, are you sa saving that amount of money or, you know, expense? that you're getting back like you got to make sure you're getting out of it what you're putting in too you know what i mean so um you know at the end of the day you got to look at that like i know at one point i was like rock town's best customer even with my discount you know like but i knew that like i knew i was going to spend some money and and buy some some gear and things like that like i've got my trailer from them i've got my rooftop tent I've gotten kayaks from them, paddles, you know, clothing, shoes, you know, all that stuff, camping gear. Like, okay, well, I just saved a buttload of money on car insurance because I switched to Geico yeah. type deal, you know. But um, and the amount of money I saved was more than worth the time I put in. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, and then on top of that, they're great people too. Sure. Sure. And. Well, and that's just that, it, that's man. part of work, it too. You want to work for good people, yeah, right? Like nobody wants to work for some company that makes you miserable. Like, and I'm talking just your normal job, yeah. right? So it's the same concept, you know. Again, business. Like, if you want to get into this and go somewhere with it, you have to treat it like a business. You got to understand business, and you know, be focused on the dollars to make it make sense mm -hmm. all right i say we've been going for close to an hour so um any closing statements uh, uh, we, we hit a lot of good points today yeah dude, this I, went way better than than expected as far as the points we're gonna hit yeah i mean dude i'm an open book about this stuff i'm pretty passionate about it like you know, I see, I see folks that get into 
the industry with good intentions and then they turn bad. And, you know, I try to prevent that and, and, and give people a heads up. Like, like I said, dude, I get that all the time. Like, dude, you do this for that company and you do this for this company and like they're promoting you and this, and I'm like, dude, it's, it's all work, bro. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's not something that came easy. Yeah. And trust me, dude, there, there were times where I was like, screw all this. I'm freaking done with this crap. I'm, I'm done with this company or I'm done with kayak fishing in general. I'm done with the drama. I hate what I see going on like this and that, you know, and I just kept my head down, plowed through it. You got to worry about yourself, not everybody else. Um, keep your focus on what you're doing, not what happened to so-and-so or what they did or what they didn't do. Like focus on you, man. Like I, I see so much of that. Like guys are like, yeah, well, you know, I, I used to get recognition from, you know, company a or B and, you know, they just don't even share my photos anymore. Well, look at your photos, bro. Like, are you sharing something good? Like, are you sharing like, are you getting it to the right people? Are you using the right hashtags? You know, things like that. Like it, it, it's not always the company. You know what I mean? Like, well, everybody, some finds... of these companies, you have to have they. You, if you just email them, they'll have they'll send you an email on where to send your photos. Yeah, yeah. Some of them work through a Dropbox or work through an email list. Yep, yep. Because they want to see who's actually giving them quality photos before they put it on their social media. Exactly, exactly. And and that's just it. A lot of people will instantly blame the company instead of blaming themselves. Where they should just really take a step back and look at what they're doing. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't grind through freaking mounds of shit just to get, you know, to where I'm at. Like, you know, I, I focused on me, like stopped worrying about everybody else. And it was funny how fast things got better for me. Yeah. You know, I used to be one of those disgruntled people, like, man, I'm doing this, that, and the other thing. And like this Jamoke over here isn't doing crap. And they just, promoted him to you know national staff or whatever you know it's like who cares about that just focus on you focus on doing a good job for that company and it'll get you somewhere you know what i mean and I mean, uh, that's just great life advice i i mean it is right but unfortunately yeah. a lot of us uh fishermen are like little yeah. children sometimes yeah. and we forget forget that and and i'm guilty of that too bro uh, you know, it's just, uh, one of those things, man. And it's, uh, um, it is what it is, but if, if you put in time, you put in the energy, you stay f- laser focused, you're trying to, you know, do things for those companies, like, uh, good things are going to happen for sure. And you never know what might come of it, dude. Uh, jo- like a full-time job opportunity, um, you know, a, a paid pro staff position, like you get sent free stuff every year, whatever it may be. Like, dude, there's there's some perks to that stuff. <clears throat> but you gotta build that reputation and you gotta just keep grinding it out. And if you're new to it or you're just getting into it, you gotta start somewhere. Just start with a company you think is gonna be great and uh, you know, work off that discount and build a rapport and and not only that but you're gonna have to build what what's known as a fishing resume and a lot mm-hmm. of people like i remember the first time i heard that i was like a fishing resume what the hell are you talking about you know um and it's basically you you build a portfolio of companies you've worked with or worked for and you know obviously you need personal references in this space and once you get some of those you the sky's the limit, man. The sky's yep. the limit. I mean, I we could do a part two later on and follow up with oh, this, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, it's uh, just just keep at it and keep a positive attitude. It's gonna suck for a while, but eventually, you know, over time, grinding it out and being consistent, uh, good things will happen to you. Yep, I totally agree, and we'll end on that one. Right we on. definitely need a part two because there's definitely more to be said on this topic. 
yeah there's a lot more i wish i could talk about right now but uh we'll give it a little time all right so thanks for joining me back on the first episode and then yeah, like, man welcome back much, man i man, appreciate it anytime have a good one brain we'll see you guys thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on paddle and finn be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your midwest premier paddle sports destination go to rocktownadventures.com eastport marina the beautiful destination on dale hollow lake if you're looking for lodging kayaks kayak accessories or anything fishing related on the beautiful dale hollow lake go to eastport.info jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today